The Walla Walla Music Fest returns to the Walla Walla Fairgrounds May 31st through June 1st, featured an incredible music lineup with Rashad, Waylon Neopoly, Morgan Gruber, Cashed Out, and the Sandy Mule Band. And don't miss the Crash Fest Demo Derby and the Rat Rod, Hot Rod, and Motorcycle Show. Grab your friends and family some blankets and relax on the lawn. Games, camping, food trucks, beer, and wine. Tickets are on sale now at WallaWallaFest.com. Veterans are free with military ID. It's all at the Walla Walla Music and Crash Fest May 31st through June 1st at the Walla Walla Fairgrounds. The Mind Aware, 354. Well, it starts with you feeling good. So excited to have 15 to 30 minutes of just pure fun right now. This is going to be good. Yay! I love that. <laughs> oh, that sounds nice. I'd like that. I'll mm. get that for myself right now. Be perfect every minute of every day. Never have another drop of sugar. Because I think if you say that to people, everybody's going to freak out. Hi, Dana. It's great to see you. I mean, not see you, but be with you today. <laughs> What I found to be the secret. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be great? I love it. You know, when you're clear, what you choose to show up in your life will, and only to the extent that you're clear. That's the amazing capacity of the human mind. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware, and welcome, welcome to the show. So we traditionally think of the issue of being a superwoman as a, a problem for women, but we know a lot of people can get into the habit of saying yes to too many things or trying to do it all. You know, we live at a time and a place and a space where we want it all. We want everything, and so we think sometimes that the way to get that is to say yes to everything or to do everything. But you don't want to suffer from overwhelm. You don't want to suffer from burnout. You want to live a life that's fulfilling. And so how do you do it and get what you want without overdoing it? Well, you're in for a treat today because I am here with Janet Neal. She is the author of The Superb Woman. It's all about the bee on that one, right? Not the superwoman, the superb woman. And we are going to talk about doing it all. Hi, good to see you. So good to be here. Thanks, Dana. Well, I'm so glad you're here, Janet. I think this is a really timely subject. We're in a world that's maybe noisier than ever. And we have big dreams, you know, especially because, you know, most of the audience here is entrepreneurs. And so we've got big dreams. And so I'm assuming is your work as a, a speaker and coach and author that you probably run into a lot of people who are going through this. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. Not only do I run into people, I am one of those people. Or I should say I was one of those people. <laughs> well, let's talk about that a little bit. Why do you think we find it so hard to say no? Well, I think there are so many individual issues with that. However, I can speak for myself that as a woman and as a girl, it was rude to say no. And you wanted people to like you. So I was one of those people that I would transform myself basically into whatever you wanted me to be. So I would say yes to anything if you liked me. And so I built a whole life on that. And I think, you know, to your point about wanting to do it all, there's a part of us that has morphed this idea of being able to do everything to feeling that we must do everything, do it by ourselves and do it perfectly. So I think there's this unconscious 
belief that we've bought into, particularly women, but there's a lot, there's a lot of men also that are into that, that, that you have to do that, that you don't really have a choice. Yeah, there's so much good stuff in there already. Like, obviously, this idea of being externally motivated, it seems to come up time and time again in this audience. It's so challenging sometimes to not be externally motivated. And I want to come back to that. But before we do, I want to kind of springboard on what you just said about just because you can do it all, you think you need to do it all or you must do it all. What I'm wondering then, is this just about making better choices or prioritizing better? That's part of it. But I always encourage people to take a step back and go to who you are, what's important to you. Take a look at your values. And that's what I had to do when I started this journey uh, myself, to go from externally motivated and driven to tapping into who I was. I really was, I had no clue who I was. Um, and until I took that step back and took a look at my values, what was important to me, then I could start to make good decisions. And I believe that anyone, if they if they start with their values, first of all, then you use that as like your signpost on how to make your decisions. And so how do you recommend somebody kind of dig deep and figure out what their values are? Because I, I think it's easy to be really superficial with this and be like, oh, well, I value family or I value happiness or, you know, how do you really make that something concrete and real? Yeah, I have an exercise that I take people through and there's a lot of values clarification exercises that are out there that you can do and just Start and I have people write it down. I say take ten, post ten, and post them. And then you can take a look at it and go, well, you know, after a week, well, I don't know if that's the right one or not. Maybe I want to shift it. Eventually, you get to a, a core. Then what I have people do is then take a look at their activities and see how they line up according to their values. And that's going to be a real eye-opener for people. And and I always say, don't go from the values to the activities because you can make it work. But you start with the <laughs> activities and go over to the values, and that will be the eye-opener for you. Yeah, that's it always a, starts with the values. That's a good idea because we can always talk ourselves into what oh, we're yeah. doing. So to reiterate then, what you're saying is you can Google search and find a values list mm-hmm. and look at the values list and start out by picking your top ten. But then narrow it down if you can. And what do you recommend, like five, five top values or something? Five's great. Yeah, five to ten. Okay. And then after you do that, take a good hard look at your day-to-day life and say, okay, is does this fit into any of these categories? So I say that I have a value of one of the good ones for me when I did this exercise, and I'm sure some of the audience has heard me say this before, but my number one value ended up being harmony. And so what happened is every time something came up where I had this feeling like, oh, I just want to be right. <laughs> I just want to, mm-hmm. I want to make my point. You mm-hmm. look at it, you go, well, it doesn't fit with my value of harmony. So I want harmony totally. more than I want to be right. And so I think yeah. that these are the kind of aha moments you have when you start to look at that. And so what I'm wondering then is, are you using these values as a guidepost to make decisions in the future? Because now it's easy not to get overwhelmed when you're not doing anything inside those values. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's easier, let's put it that way. 
um, you know, there's still life on life's terms. But I do believe that when you start getting very anchored in who you are, what you believe, um, it's, as you said, it's all about the be. It's all about being first and then doing. So many of us, myself included, our focus was on the doing first. That superwoman role is all about what somebody else has told you you should do and you must do it. And so that was the initial focus and then the being. Whereas I'm saying, let's turn this around. You be first. And then when you can tap into that, then you can do amazing things. Then you tap into this innate power that you have. Yeah, it's really interesting. You know, when you kind of look at your life and all the things you do and all the ways we identify ourselves based Mm -hmm. on what we're, quote unquote, doing in the world. And you, you know, start to say to yourself things like, who would Dana be if she wasn't doing these things? Like, who's that person behind that person, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I had a real hard time saying no. And I was one of those women. I worked full time. I had three children. I I did everything I should do. And when I finally got to the point that something had to change and the PTA came to me, I, I, I believe that when you start volunteering for the PTA, it's like, you know, on your forehead there. <laughs> and so they would assume, since I said yes before, that I'd say yes forever. So I had to say no one time to, you know, would you start this committee? I'm like, no. I mean, it was like choking on the word. It was so hard. It was not something I was used to saying. And then the next time I, they were shocked, but we got through it. And then the next time I had to, you know, it didn't line up for me. And I had to say no again. It was a little bit easier. And the next time was a lot easier. Now I have no problem saying no. <laughs> but it's it was a skill I had to learn. I did not know how to do that. I didn't know I had the right to do that. So no is like a muscle that you have to use. You know, it's like use yeah. it or you lose it. And actually, you take teams right into the next question I was going to ask, which I was going to say, do you have any verbiage that it makes it easy when you're starting out to turn down? Or do you have any suggestions for how to say no those first few times till you get good at it? You mean what would the word? What would be the word yeah, that you say to someone? Yeah, always said yes to everything, and now they say hi. We take that committee. Do you just go no? I mean, that feels like a big feel bad. You it feels like if you're if you're I would first love to. starting, I would love to. It's just I, it's just not the right time for me to do that right now. There you so go. if there's another person I can help you get something like that, you know, don't just go no and walk away. <laughs> that was the scary part. It's like, oh my god, how am I going to do this without offending everybody and leave them hanging and who's going to do it without me. You know, there's that little ego in there also. Yeah. Um, Sometimes we do uh, think like nobody can do it as good as us. I've been there. I know that one for sure. One that I like too is just naming it. Sometimes I just tell people straight up, you know, I say yes to everything and I'm really practicing on saying no now. And when they hear that, they want to support you because they have things in their life they're trying to change too. So they're like, okay, I won't let you say yes to this. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, what fun. What fun. Well, we're going to continue this. I'm enjoying this so much. For those of you who just joined us, I'm here talking to Janet Neal. She is the author of The Superb Woman. Notice the B because it's all about the B at the end. And that's B-E as well as B. The Superb Woman. You know, actually, if you go straight over to the superbwoman.com, 
with the B on the end, you will see, I mean, she's got her book there, so you can check out her book. She's an awesome speaker, especially, you know, maybe you belong to women's groups or companies that really center on this issue of like how to get more balance and harmony in your life, how to be more proactive and less externally motivated. Get her in to talk about those topics because she's rocking. And so come back and, and check us out. After the break here, we're going to take a quick break because for those of you that don't know, we are here live on Facebook every Tuesday and Thursday recording the show. So we have an, a live studio audience, I like to call our peeps here. We're a live studio audience where we can check in and get questions and you can come and engage with us too. Come and check us out. We're going to be gone for just a second, but when I come back, we're going to talk more about that implementation. How do we actually step up and do this, live that life, live a more superb life, go from trying to do it all to really being who you want to be in the world. We'll be right back. You know how Dana is always saying that feeling good is the most important thing you can do to build your business? Well, one way to feel good is to get a daily mantra sent to your email every day. You'll get new ideas for your own personal mantras, and these daily mantras will start your day with a positive jolt. To get your daily mantra, go to DanaWild.com slash mantra or text 44222 with the word mantras. That's mantras with an S on the end. That's text number 44222 with the word mantras. That's M-A-N-T-R-A-S. Or just go online to DanaWild.com slash mantra to get your daily mantra today. Start your day feeling good so you can take positive, intentional action in your business. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware. We're having a really fun conversation about something that's not so fun. So that's nice, isn't it? <laughs> I'm talking to Janet <laughs> Neal, and she's the author of The Superb Woman with a B and you can find her over at the superbwoman.com. Go check her out. She is an author and speaker on topics about harmony and balance and values and creating the space that you need so you can create and step up into your greater selves because especially as women and I know a lot of people are guilty of this but women especially Janet mentioned it before the break we have a tendency to be kind of trained from little on that you're nicer and people like you better when you say yes or when you're a good girl and do what everybody wants to. And so sometimes we take the next many decades trying to unlearn that training. And that's what she's out here teaching. We've had some really good comments during the break because, as you know, we're live here on Facebook every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific. And Michelle Carroll asked the question, what do you do when you already said yes to something and now you really want to pull back? Like you've made a commitment. What kind of verbiage can you use to graciously bow out or cut back? And, Janet, I think that's a great place to start. What would you say to that? Yeah, you know, you always have the right to change your mind. I would say that having a conversation with someone, real honest conversation about how you've taken the time, you've stepped back and reevaluated what you've got on your plate and found that you cannot give this project, this whatever, the focus that it needs, that you're probably not going to be the best person for this and you will help them find somebody else or whatever. But I, I think it starts with the belief that you have the right to do that. 
because so many times you feel like, oh, well, I made this commitment. I can't back out now. But you do have the right to do that. You're so spot on with that. We really, it's, it's really about giving yourself permission. It's okay. We're, we're live in a culture that's so firm. Like you said, you're going to do it. You have, you're not good to your word if you don't do it. And mm-hmm. I think what's mm-hmm. happening now is we've got this new culture emerging that's starting to realize that the most important thing is that you take care of yourself and that you mm-hmm. find your own path and that you make decisions from a centered, heartfelt place. And I think mm-hmm. if you have that honest discussion with somebody, who you said I will do this and you say look and I really want this to go well and I'm not the person just like you said I think I've taken on too much and I want to find somebody else to help you see this through it's okay to not do that and keep thinking it comes back to this idea that we touched on before the break of they might not like you idea being externally motivated and so Mm -hmm. what do you do with that I think that's a real fear of being not liked yeah yeah. You have to get to a centered place like you talked about where you like yourself. And then it doesn't matter as much. You're not relying on things outside of yourself. So it all comes down to this concept of being again, that when you are feeling comfortable in your own skin, when you're secure about who you are, what's important to you, it doesn't matter as much. You know, people, it kind of starts to roll off your back after a while. Do you know what that is, Janet? That's what you call clarity. You know, when yeah. you are so centered and so clear mm-hmm. and you know so much what you want and who you want to be in the world and which pieces fit, even if you make a misstep, it's easy to write that misstep because you know, like, okay, if somebody doesn't like me because I'm trying to take care of myself, I'm okay with that because I know the most important thing is to take care of myself. I know the most important thing is to be centered and clear. So I just love where you're going with this. And I feel like, you know, this is one of those topics that we could dig deeper and deeper into. How important do you think self-care is in all this? Like, do you have any self-care practices or, or rituals or ideas to kind of make sure you feel that powerful, centered self? Yes. And I do my best to uh, to maintain them, but again, I'm human. So to me, the things that are important to me are uh, a mind-body-spirit approach. So to, to make sure I incorporate something that touches on all of those. So I do, uh, I'm a huge believer in the power of gratitude. So I do a gratitude journal every day. Um, it kind of resets my mind um, and my attitude. I do meditation daily. Uh, again, to ground myself and to kind of tap into that higher self. Um, exercise and diet are two things that are important. Um, those are ones that kind of get off the list sometimes. But when I am conscious about it and I make that commitment to myself, then those, you know, those are front and center as well. So those are the big ones. I also, I need to laugh. I realize that I need connections with people that make me laugh. I need to be able to do things that make me feel good. Um, and so if I'm having really stressful days, and there are those days, you know, and I've done all the other uh, self-care things, and I'm still feeling uh, like I think yesterday was one of those days. You know, I just allowed myself to lay on the couch and watch something that was funny. And to talk to a friend that made me feel good and made me laugh. 
Laughter is the best medicine. It really is. Like, I think if you just incorporate more laughter in your day, every single day, just the quality of life would go so up. And I love what you said. You know, it's really mind, body, spirit. And it really feels like this is a shift. And it's a shift that a lot of us are making now. We're ushering in this new way of being. We've been through the phases where we've thought we could do it all or we wanted it all. And we thought the way to get it was through doing. And the reality is the way to have it all is through being. And so what better topic? Do you have any kind of parting advice for people who are listening today on kind of how they could get started right now? Well, I have this belief that especially women have this innate power to change the world in an instant when we realize it. And there are so many women that don't realize how powerful they are and That is my mission, is to help women to realize how powerful they are. And the only way that they can realize that is to start to believe in themselves and to realize they have a choice and they always can start over again any any time of the day and just go back to find out what's important to you um, and recenter yourself and keep going. Bam. There you have it. That's just (laughs) awesome. Thank you so much, Janet. This was awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate you being here, and I really appreciate you all being here. You get this, right? We've been talking to Janet Neal. She's over at the superbwoman.com, and she's a speaker and author talking about how to quit doing it all and instead do what matters. You know, how do you go away from doing and move into the being? Because it is all about the being. What brings you joy? What are your favorite things? What kinds of things can you do that are in harmony with your values? How can you make a difference in the world by being the you that you're supposed to be and and graciously say no to things or back out of things when they aren't a fit? Because the most important thing is being centered and being clear and knowing who you are in the world and the impact you can make. And you know the best part about all of those things? You can start right now. Start right now. Take that big deep breath. Feel your power. Feel your centeredness. Tell yourself that you're getting more and more clear every day. You're getting better and better at this every day. And take care of you. And we'll see you next time on The Mind Aware. Have you seen Dana's Top 5 Myths video yet? It's the video where she turns everything you've ever heard about building your own business on its head. If you've ever been told that you should get out of your comfort zone, or get a system, or the fortune is in the follow-up, then you have to hear this free video. To get this video for free, just go to DanaWild.com slash free training or text 44222 with the word MYTHBUSTING. That's all one word with no spaces. Again, online, that's DanaWild.com slash free training or from your phone, just text 44222 with the word MYTHBUSTING all together with no spaces. And we'll send you this controversial video right away. The best part about this video is that Dana tells you the easy steps you could be using to build your business instead of using these tired old myths. What if everything you've ever been told about building a business is wrong? It is. Go to DanaWild.com slash free training today and find out why.